Hey, welcome back. You're listening to the Valkyrie Gym Podcast. With Hugo. And Sam. Enjoy. Have fun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, awesome. Thanks for coming back to the podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about... Uh, Yeah, we're going to be talking about a couple of... A couple of things. We talk about... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> these get worse and worse oh, every no. single you time you think we would get better at this it's one of those things oh you God. have to just keep practicing so yeah, stay with us stay with it we are talking about toxic gym shit heaps of it we're talking about um, prerequisites to enter a gym which we don't think that there should be but there is yeah we talk about how it bleeds out into like all the shitty products you buy in the fitness industry we go on some massive fucking rants about this yeah look we it's kind of a tirade but we get back um, onto track and we think mostly it's constructive so that's the main thing absolutely yeah I think you'll gain a lot listening to us talking about um, how bad the fitness industry is <laughs> and how good we are but, in, it, but also we've <laughs> also got one of our coaches Sean he's one of our first guests Woo-hoo. I'm really happy to do that first guest ever yeah Sean wholesome man Sean um, in for the first episode very yeah. exciting stuff can I talk Sean. about his, his journey what he's been going through and all the all the shit he's had to get through to get to here and to teach and coach and do all the fun things we do yep that's about it so stay tuned it's very exciting stuff yahoo 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 G'day, Sam. Welcome back. Welcome Episode b- six, you just wouldn't know it, would you? From no, looking time, at us. Time flies by when you're having fun, right? I'm having a ball. We were just talking earlier about how this actually isn't work. Yes, it's uh, it's barely work. It's really enjoyable for us, actually. Yeah, it's a great time. Yeah, those days are a good vibe. How's your week been? Hey, look, it's been pretty good. Um, y- y- Yes, it's been pretty good. I think this week, you know, I've, I think I've managed to work a lot. But also have the reserve and resources to get the other stuff that I've done that's important to me. Yeah. Which is so Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I think we're on the same page there. Yeah. So it's been a pretty good week, I reckon, in mm. that regard. Yeah, I relate to that. Yeah, I've done more hours than I would normally do, but I don't feel burned. Don't feel smashed. Yeah. yeah, and I've also like been in the garden. I've like been yeah, I've like taken patch for walks, been doing heaps of stuff. Have not been on my skateboard because honestly the wind kills me. <laughs> The wind out in oh, the like great outdoors. I just like can't be bothered to do anything that's like slightly challenging. Un- <laughs> <laughs> you know when I'm already challenged by the wind. The wind, honestly, the wind. I don't know. It does. I'm hating it. It's that variable. Hate it. But it's you know it's that beautiful time in late August where spring is nearly upon us and the sun do be shining and I'm so damn excited. Yeah. I'm back in the great outdoors, battling my garden. It's fucking great. It's a week until it's spring finally. Yes, it's finally nearly there. It's very exciting. For the whole month of your birthday, I'll be celebrating. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. A moment of appreciation for everyone that made it through another winter. Yeah, we did it. God. We did it. It's getting very um, very Game of Thrones. Every winter now is just like worse than the one before, I reckon. Is it because we're getting old? What's going on? I don't know. There's a bit of both. They just like I feel like I'm more prepared for the seasonal depression, but... It doesn't help, does it? No, no. It doesn't help. I don't think it helps much, but like, yeah. you know, you know what you're in for. Yeah. And you can recognize things a bit earlier, which are helpful. That is helpful. Being able to recognize seasonal depression on the quick onset of it is a huge advantage um, because at least you know you're going to be seasonally depressed, <laughs> but it just don't stop it happening, does it? No. 
No. Yeah, you can put all of the little things in place. Get all your cozy little jumpers. I bought a um, exuberantly expensive heated throw blanket early in the season to try and battle it, which has helped. Yeah, I'm look. very jealous. You got you got the <laughs> you got the life, mate. You got the. I just I um build up things that will help me get through. No, I, I appreciate that. That's what I you got the jacuzzi. You got the jacuzzi. Got a jacuzzi. You got the blanket. Got the blanket. Yeah. You got the got smart BF. Fireplace. I, yeah. I think give me one of those. Smart boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, he's rich and smart. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> Does help. <laughs> it do help. Uh, yeah, can't go past the fact that I'm privileged and that's um just it for me. Mm. Uh, yeah, it makes a lot of my daily comforts very easy. Mm. Yeah, thanks, OKB, for making yeah making it for me. <laughs> so uh what's happening we got cool things happening next week hey yeah we do i'm pretty excited for next week we had big grind week last week this week we're trying to gear down and chill out a bit which has been really good and then um next week i reckon we're gonna do we had a lot of feedback uh long time listeners of the podcast but yeah, no long time listeners yeah anyone appreciate who's, you all. yeah honestly again if you need a high five please i'm in the office like most days now so but anyway um Sam's high, fi- Sam's high fives are a bit <laughs> lackluster. Um, I tend to find that mine are a bit more crisp. We're not going back into this. My high fives are premium, as I've said before, and I will not settle for anything under the premium. Premium. The uh, Yeah, okay. The thing is, um, we talked about being undercover boss and going into uh, a gym, like a big gym, with all the equipment and shit, and just like seeing, doing um, like Louis Thoreau cut, like, you know, investigation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we just didn't do it because we were so fucking busy. But we're back next week. Next week we're doing it. Yeah, next week you'll have something to look at and refer to. That's a Sam and Hugo promise. Oh, yeah. It's happening. Fuck, I, it's happening, I'm, isn't it? Unless I'm dead. Well, I'd, I'd really... <laughs> I'd really hope that wouldn't happen. We've already discussed what would happen to the podcast if one of us died. I think we need to soldier on. Mm. With the podcast. No, I'd still keep it alive. Yeah, good. Thank you. That's good. I like. I'd try. I don't know any of the very passwords. Difficult. Any of your passwords <laughs> to log in all of your shit is like so complicated. But I would I'd try. It'd be very difficult. Yeah. Look, I'm yeah, here for it. Look, him. anyway, we're gonna go to um, one of these big chain gyms. And what are we gonna do? We're gonna we're gonna, obviously gonna train. We're gonna throw some weights around. Yeah, I haven't decided what character I'm going in as. Have you? Yeah, I think so. I think I'm going as like the West Side barbell flannel wearing, Converse wearing. Oh, you know, interesting. I don't look like I train, but I move all the weights. Uh, sort of vibe. Cool. Very like understated. That's my like character mm. for the day, which is not too different to what I would usually train in. Anyway, maybe I yeah, should. True. Maybe I should do something a bit more extra. Yoke it up. Yes. I could go. I don't have any of my stringer singlets left. But oh, then, then I just look like everybody else. No, you I? don't want to look like them. No. I mean, you could. That's one of the character options here. Mm. You look like the people in there, and then that makes you unsuspecting. From the vanilla game. <laughs> one of these starting outfits. Ah, oh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't decided what I'm going to do. I can't go... I'm tossing up between um, Danzel in distress and then <laughs> person that doesn't look like they know what they're doing but then secretly does. Yes. The, yeah. Yes. Well, that's the undercover boss, isn't it? That's undercover boss. You should Go wear, in. You should yeah, wear yeah, glasses no, and right. a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I keep going between undercover boss and boss baby in my mind. 
Nah. I'm not going as boss baby, that's for sure. <laughs> Mayfield doesn't need this. Yeah, don't wear like a diaper in there or something. Nah, it's going to cross way too many lines. Nah, but anyway, we'll report back and see where we landed on that. I'm going to try and get some footage in there of the two of us just trying to act normal in a gym. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm just really curious to see what it's like. Yeah, Like I actually the curious to be like in there 100%. working out and what the experience is for the everyday gym goer going into doing this sort of thing. Yeah, I think it will help us at our gym um, to cement ideas that we already know like that we believe in. Mm. But actually going in there and seeing it firsthand and being like, oh shit, like this is really happening. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to be pleasantly surprised. I hope, I really hope I am, but I can't go past. I think the first thing that freaks me out when you go into a gym, there's lots of mirrors, and our gym famously has no mirrors. Yes. Which people comment on, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a thing. And I kind of don't remember until you go in there and you're faced with versions of yourself that's like, you have to, it's just so much to adjust to. Yeah, I think um, one of our coaches, Sean, was saying something about one of the murals on one of the walls and one, like a particular gym in Newcastle somewhere. I forget which one he said, mm. but it said something along the lines. I'm paraphrasing here, but it was like, you're only you in the mirror or something equivalent to oh, that. Oh, like your only competition is you in the mirror. It's, it was something like that. Something like that. Yeah, that's horrifying, isn't it? I don't it? know. It just doesn't sit well with toxic, me. Toxic, I've been like, we've been, oh man, I've had a little bit of exposure this week to some toxic gym shit. It's really freaking me out. And I think because you and I are so far removed from it, it's kind of not really on our radar. We're so out of our world. It's not us. And actually, we had a client um, yesterday at the gym and she said, oh, she like sighed when she walked into our office like, oh. and uh, we we're like, oh, what's going on for you? And she said, oh, my friend said you can come into this gym and you don't have to wear Lycra. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't have to wear Lycra. My God, no. Jesus. Like, you can wear whatever the hell you want. Yeah, I was like, yeah, rock up in what I like. I mean, Mitch was in a business shirt last week. Uh, did deadlift PRs? Let's, yeah, I it, mean, in like jeans and a business I don't know, shirt. It's so crazy. Like, it's it's it's. I don't know. It's so. It's, this is a complex idea, but like, you are, uh, you join the gym. You go into the gym. Everyone's wearing a certain thing, and this is this is what I need to do to fit in here. Yeah, right? totally. That's so the I, I buy the Nikes and I do all this stuff, and yeah. now this is the I'm part of the culture, mm-hmm. just to fit in. But I don't know, this this like kind of idea of what, what were you saying the other day? It was like you go to the gym to look a certain way or oh, to be yeah. a certain person. No, no, no. That's like, yeah. You go. You yeah, go. so that's the, the goal. Yeah, that's the end result. The end goal. <laughs> but now but now all but this like, like toxic gym culture is bleeding out into products aimed at people who are starting their journey and getting stronger and you're healthier and that sort journey. of thing. Right. So if you're like, yeah, if you're like coming to see us at the gym because you're like, you know, I've got like a little bit to lose or I've like had a baby a couple of years ago, whatever. Like sure. I've got, you know, I've got like baggage and like physical things. It's you're like a human being. A hundred percent. You're a human being. Anyway, you come like, and you've got all these like things, right? If you were being exposed to a normal gym, I saw this thing and it absolutely scared the shit out of me. And it was um, like workout like clothes like lycra you know like bike short things but they were little like booty short things yeah, like, yeah, little, but yeah. like specifically for like working out okay like exercise aimed at and they were like ones that suck you in like what oh, they, like, I don't know, like the compression sort of things and they like, pull you together yeah, so yeah, yeah. all the things that you're not you're kind of ashamed of because of how people tell you how you should look uh you know it's suck it all in so specifically for people right yeah to hide their like bag okay i get it 
no i totally get it yes like no yeah yeah. No, no, yeah 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 100 like i get it and i wear i'm you know just the same i wear oversized clothes because it's convenient and i don't have to like yeah i had i don't have to pick which person i am today i don't have to be brave if i'm like wearing booty shorts and that's not the vibe for me yes you know they wear maybe wearing ones that like suck you in is like the the thing that's going to get you there but i don't think like going into something so if you're like just starting up at a gym and this is the expectation you know i think that's the the goal is to like be comfortable within yourself to the point where you don't need to do something like that Mm. be comfortable in your body and like yourself in general yeah well i think it's a barrier for entry for Mm, people to, to come to like that sort of um to try and indoctrinate themselves to this sort of culture, the the buy-in is I have to kind of look a certain way, mm. which is besides the point because really what we're doing here is not really about that. Yeah, There's I think this, I it's would. It's so much deeper than that, right? Yeah, that's right. And I think if like, you know, if someone told me that they were like interested in this this thing, like wearing clothes that make you look smaller when you're training, like or whatever, I would feel extremely empathetic because it makes me wonder like what's going on like yeah it, and, yeah. I, and I, I guess there's a, there's a lot of validity to that as well totally because you know if that makes them feel good and they feel confident they lift more weight and then they do better at the gym have more progress awesome but Sick. i think i think the idea that the certain gym culture is pushing onto that is just um it's not yeah, great yeah that's all i mean it's like yeah. um if that's the underlying standard then mm. that's not good enough for that gym it's i don't think the individuals are to blame but if you like if you as an individual feel like that's normal at your gym to like where something that makes you like is purposefully uncomfortable to make you f- like look a certain just way just to fit into the that is yeah. the problem of the gym and the culture there yeah i think so it's not good enough because I, I used to get people to tell me all the time and it usually be at like at a party or like a social gathering it'd be like i am you know i'm looking at joining a gym but first i'm going to start running oh, and first that. i'm going to start working at home so I can feel like I can belong there, right? Yeah. And I'm like, well, isn't that what the gym's for? And like, I understood this, but yeah. they're coming from that place where like, I feel super uncomfortable yeah, being around like, all these people totally. who have been like well established in that particular gym or have been training for the last five to 10 years. You know, they're very comfortable they're wearing what there, they're Yeah, they're, 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 they're pros. Like they're doing yeah. what they're doing, right? And they would feel like they'd have to, you know, look a certain way or be at a certain fitness level to just entry level get in. And that's yeah. ridiculous because this with gyms as an institution should be a place where you can go from zero to hero and not have to like yeah. buy in unless oh like, so like West Side Barbell is an elite powerlifting gym, right? This is probably a standard of entry. Absolutely. Which is fine. There are places that exist that only let people in that can lift a certain amount of weight and that sort of thing because they are competing. They're a world-class level and they'll be the same for like a ballet school or yeah. for art school. Totally. But... There's also places where you can learn how to paint. And oh, also 100%. places where you can just do fun dancing or whatever. <sighs> yeah. But for some reason, our entry level <laughs> in Australia for getting into the gym is having to do all these things. And, it's and just this is like big box gyms. Yeah. People are like concerned about going in there because they aren't fit enough. What is fit enough and will you ever get there? Yes. And will you get there without help? Like, my God, these people are here to help you. Their job is literally to help you get fit. So if you go in there and you're already fit, what are you doing? You see it in, like, the marketing. You see it on, like, the Facebooks. Mm. It's this, uh, 
very pretty girl. She looks very strong, looks very pretty. Mm. She's advertising the membership sale, whatever, thing like that. I don't know. I don't know who looks at that and be like, oh, I could see myself. Uh, it's it just there's yeah. a disconnect of what yeah. what the average person is looking to improve their health, improve their fitness, improve their strength, these sort of things, and you know lose a couple of kilos on the way. It's this is big disconnect of what what is actually happening in the I gym. I totally agree. Versus um, what they're pushing and what they're trying to promote. I just don't understand it. It blows my little mind. Yes. <laughs> I think the the other thing is that um, strong people look different. They look different inherently. Thin people look the same. That's a different metric and that's not what we're talking about. So if you're like, uh, like skinny is your goal, let's say. I hate that word and I'm like appalled that I'm... You're a bit triggered using, by the skinny. Oh, yeah. I hate it so much. Um, yeah. Anyway, if that's your goal, like that's different. But if being strong is what you're into, which is like very much what we focus on here. Mm. That looks so different on everyone. And we Absolutely. have members who are very naturally small people and like petite people, like, you know, like... Like you. Thin, small people yes. who are strong. And then we also have like the other end of the spectrum. And you can be anywhere on that gradient and still be working on being strong. Like you don't have to... You just don't have to look a certain way. And I know this sounds really stupid, but it's so inherently basic to me that it's understood. Like, I just can't, I can't wrap my head around it. Well, it's, um, here's, here, you know, here's where it's coming from. It's coming from years and decades and decades and decades of this being pushed through as a certain thing. That's right. You know, mm-hmm. and, I, and I do, like, this is all quite negative. We're kind of shitting on the industry and kind of like other gyms, and that sort of thing. Mm. But I do feel that people are recognizing these things more often. You know, we have never been yes. busier than we have ever before. Yeah, and people are recognizing that the values of being stronger 100%. and being healthier and community and belonging and these sort of things are more valuable to them than looking a certain way. And these people are finding us for the right reasons. We mm. don't have people come into our office and say, oh, "I'm looking to get fit," and they're like already fit, or like you know, like they're they're not subscribing to the same. Same like, um, like ethos as exactly. like yeah 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 they're coming in here and they're like I've been a bit worried about it and I hate wearing lycra and we're like and we've got you hell yeah yeah hell <laughs> yeah. yeah bring it yeah. on yeah wear your blondies yay totally boots on like what do your a, thing. just do your thing do your thing Hun- yeah authentic authenticity is so important to me especially at the gym yeah and it's just something that I'm like yeah I've been thinking about a lot lately yeah it's it's um. It, it it grinds my gears because like the products you'll see and like it it is in everything I think mm. that like a lot of the products that I'll buy like let's take supplements for example oh that God. whole thing is just a shambles isn't what it what a nightmare me and you going to that supplement shop I mean we are industry that people in the industry like mm. we should be inherently the most comfortable people in that shop like we're like oh yeah we see this every day yeah oh my God yeah supplement shops horrifying genuinely scary <laughs> it just yeah i really um it irks me a lot it God, irks me a lot i don't look like any of those people i'm no. not like a beautiful tanned man with like you know traps up to his ears and fucking pecks for days which annoys me because they are the gatekeepers of some of the uh things they that are. i want to buy that's right so i'm like i need yeah. i just need creatine how hard can it be i'm like 
I'm like shamefully buying it online so I don't have to deal <laughs> yes. with going into one of those shops. Yeah, because if I go in like wearing what I normally wear, you know, like a big sloppy jumper and fucking jeans for days or whatever, like, you know, I go in there and they're like, they're like, I feel instantly judged. It doesn't matter what the people at the counter are like. Mm. Maybe they're Cause amazing. Because that, that person that we talked to was quite nice. Sure. Lovely, lovely. Whatever. Like, to- yeah. yeah, like whatever. just a normal nice person. Yeah. But like the place intimidates the hell out of me. They don't have pictures of other people. You know, they've got like, yeah, lots of like pictures of people who all look the same and like very strong. Yes. Sam's just working out how long we've been going for because we haven't started the timer until now. So just press that start button, buddy, and we'll uh, work from there. <laughs> you know, you, you think you get better doing this podcast thing, but some things just slip your mind. Yes, they do. Long time, long time listeners would appreciate the leaps and bounds we've made over the last past six. Oh, episodes. I feel like we're getting better. Started episode three and work your way up. <laughs> yeah, no, three was the, the moment we kind of clicked in. We've yeah. got an intro song now. Yeah, look at us, and it's the same every hey, episode look, now. We've, and we're gonna have a, our first guest today, which is gonna be pretty. Oh, important. I'm excited to bring our first guest in. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be gonna be good. Before we get to that though, um, I wanted to talk to you about the journal thing because. I was mm. like, you're a bit astounded by my excitement. No, I was, I was into it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you know how you get a dog and you're like eating your Maccas mm. and it's just like, oh, can I have some chips? And you know what? You get the burger. Oh, That's what I was like. You're like, hey, I've got this idea about this journal. Yeah, totally. And I was like, fucking let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's All go. Right. Yeah. So a bit of backstory. I've been doing journaling for about six years so i do journaling for um my like scheduling and also just like i've been doing like you know feelings journals on and off or whatever you know just journaling for different purposes sure then when i started training here kind of kept a journal like roughly when i was in classes and it kind of helped but i didn't really commit to it and then now that i'm doing specialized training i definitely keep a journal and i cannot imagine what that would be like for me personally without keeping a journal then fast forward to our last staff meeting, which was on approximately Monday. Approximately Monday. <laughs> I think it was on Monday. Yeah, it was Monday. Got yeah. the trainers together and they were like, you know what would be really great to have at the gym? Training journals. Training I was journals. like, oh, bitch, I got you. Fucking love training journals. I didn't know anyone else was interested. This is my jam through and through. Absolutely it's a, it's a very, love it's, it. For context, I, I always found the training journal to be a very OG lifting sort of staple for the especially strong people yeah so you yeah you see it as like an elite tool like it, it's it, like it is like i don't know man i can't even find an example of what i'm trying to say but it, it is um such a cheap and effective way to track your training on a long-term basis you know i was talking about someone the other day about mm. why i keep a training journal mm. And I flicked them back all the pages and sets and reps and sets and reps and sets and reps. And I picked it up and I waved it in front of him. And I was like, I've done all this. Yeah, I fucking like, did I it. Like, I fucking did all this. Yeah, 100%. Because, oh. like, the training sessions, like, this is like your memory. It just kind of vaguely stays there. And you're like, oh, one time I did this big lift. And you kind of lose an idea of what it actually means to you. But you're like, I did all I did the work. And by the time you're in there three days a week or like whatever it looks like for you, like training can be, you know, one day to seven days a week basically. And for whatever it looks like, 
if you're keeping record of it and you can flick back through it, you're like, I fucking did that. Cumulative totals, super important. I Mm. love them. So keeping a little tally at the bottom of like how many, you know, you can talk about tonnage or like whatever, reps, individual, whatever. You can Mm. talk about how often you did something and get a cumulative total. That's super powerful because you're like, I've done 500 deadlifts. Mm. Or like, yeah. And the, the power of the journal, yeah, basically training journals, super important got an absolute fire lit under me and i've just been thinking about it ever since so like i'm very right on, interested man, right on yeah party on uh keep <laughs> keep in touch with this i'm going to be talking a lot more about this but um yeah training journals uh the uh entryway into maintaining uh, i reckon maintaining your gym uh interest and it also keeps you uh on focus to any goals that you've got at the time yeah, it gives you this macro scale of kind of what's what the point of all of it is and it keeps you attached to those goals a bit more and connected to what you're doing. And you can see some of your past programming and pick up on patterns. You can make adjustments on the fly easier. You have more data points because you're collecting all this information. One, for your, your own like personal, like, I did this. Two, you can be like, I did this, but then I did this and it was more effective. Yeah, you that's know, another thing, isn't there's, it? There's things we can pick up on, especially as a coach. If someone brings in their training journal, be like, give that to me. Let yeah, me, let 100%. me know. I get an insight into their world that <sighs> you cannot reproduce in a conversation. Like, I'll read that. I'll read your reps. Oh, I instantly know where you went wrong. Yeah, or what 100%. you're doing really well. Yep. And then from pro- programming moving forward, man, the amount of progress we can make. I don't have to make the same mistakes you've been making for the past five years. I can read about it done they're done 10 minutes and we're on we're like off to the races yeah all i need is just the evidence just basically it's just a it's so a, you it's just a like record isn't it you just keep a tally <laughs> it's like dead easy mm. it can be dead easy for some people it's a lot more so you're like adding in like what i had for breakfast and like what how i was feeling and what the yeah, weather yeah. is like and all this and this this is good these metrics are good for some people like it mm. helps to track certain aspects of your workout yeah. that relate to your workout. Like, that's cool. If that helps you, that's awesome. Like, that's cool. Keep a track of that. For me, I count, um, I specifically register missed reps, missed sets, mm. like days, complete days that I didn't work out. Mm. I register those mm. and I talk about things that I did do and what, yeah, specifically what I didn't do. That's big things that I talk about. Mm. So, training journal, um, then for me, if I've got data on when i didn't come to the gym and what was contributing to that or when i didn't hit a certain requirement or a certain rep or whatever once you've got that data that is invaluable yep so that was when like rewind a couple episodes of our podcast to when i was really struggling at training yeah and i'm keeping track of it and i'm like this is four days in a row that i haven't hit the reps you know because i'm keeping track of that i know for me that that's unusual Many people probably don't know what's unusual for them. They're like, maybe missing four in a row is pretty normal for me. I don't really know. Or maybe it's normal for everyone. I, I don't really know. For me, well, I was like, whoa. you can get whoa. your investigative cap on and be like, what's happening here? Yeah, curiosity in into your own yeah into your own exercise is we, so important. You can get introspective in a way that's productive mm. and be like, okay, well, I'm missing these things. You know, I have these goals that I want to be hitting. This is not okay by my standards. What can I do to help this? Who can I reach out to do something about this? You know, we can start to action items on the on the journal 
or any oh, training totally. that would otherwise take a couple of weeks for us to kind of get to. Yeah, fully. Yeah, and I think um, yeah, there's heaps of aspects of journaling that that I appreciate. Um, but a couple of things for, with training journals in particular is that they're low barrier, super easy. So we've got like you know a two dollar notebook. You don't have to buy a thing that you've like that's specifically a training journal. And honestly, I would caution people against it because I've researched them thoroughly because I looked for one earlier this year. So I, I really did look into them, and a lot of them contain stuff metrics specifically and modalities that i don't agree with like what so what is really common is that they have a big focus on measurement metrics so they have a, like waist a weight and and yeah okay which i mean unless it's medically necessary i don't generally yeah look yeah that's a complicated thing as well like totally. the way we the, how much we weigh and how much we want to weigh is often arbitrary and doesn't really reflect on the goals that we want to achieve or it's increasing confidence and looking a certain way it's actually not a very clear-cut method to kind of get who we were sometimes it is you know like that, some, no, 100%. sometimes yeah. for me i wanted to put on a certain number of kilos so it would be easier i have more mass to press heavier weights but this relates back to i think that these are metric focused instead of goal focused sure yeah it, it skips over that whole process it skips and the, process. It put, the goal is the the metric rather than that's actual right. what we're trying to achieve so then yep. you just end up honing in on the metric instead of on the goal you should have your vision in mind and, at the and start of the journal absolutely you get your it vision in mind be, this and is often you know you're going down these treacherous paths because you're most people i've worked with are unsuccessful in the weight loss journey for sure. a few times until they work out what works for them. So totally. how discouraging is that? You've got this journey, all this fancy clothes, you're in this gym, and you're still not ticking the boxes. Yeah, you're like, I've, what, I've what done What else can I fucking do <laughs> to move it on? 100%. And it's because we're, we're, we're not chasing the right things. Yeah, hundred. and we don't have the backup that we need. Yeah, we like we don't have the specific people or the specific place or requirements that we need to chase those, you know, to... <laughs> just get yeah, rid of and those like, barriers. And they're like, well, I don't know any better, so I bought specific fitness things. So yeah, I thought, thought it this would help. I've got and a heart rate monitor yes. and a watch. And my shit. phone tells me every time I have to go to the gym. And yeah, all and, this. and it still let me down because this toxic gym shit bleeds out into everything and it fucking pisses me off. It totally does. It I mean, my little heart trying to buy a journal, for fuck's sake. This thing should be a sanctuary, not a fucking prison of that bad vibes. shame if and fucking <laughs> like guilt because <laughs> I didn't hit my like, measurements. Exactly. If you're like going in there and it's like, what exercise did you do on Tuesday? And you're like, I did fucking nothing. Like, how is this helping you? If you have a self-directed notebook and you call the shots and you decide what's in there, you write your fucking goals, you write the things that you did and the things that you didn't do, but it's all on your terms. Like, fucking, you own that shit. It's you know, your narrative. You, you Choose know, the ending. You know what is ticking my box? Mm. Fucking ticking my box for you is you coming the day before the park and see your snatches. That's a red fucking green. That's a green fucking tick. <laughs> red flag. No, that's not. I wanted to say because I say that often, but like that was a green tick. Oh, me coming in training this morning. Yes. Okay. Good job. Proud of you. Like Thank that's you. that is like you know what I mean. Like that is good. I'm doing it. Doing it. That is moving forward. Aww. You know, step up, leveling up, that sort of thing. Yeah, I went I into the office straight after and ticked it off. Good job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. Big thumbs up. Boom. Thank you. Love that. You know, I'll train later. 
when I'm yeah, stuck okay. here in the gym yeah, because I can't go to my house it's getting fumigated. Yeah, that's pretty... And I'll train too and I'll be like, no, it was a good or bad session is irrelevant because I got my workout done. I'm moving forward. Yeah, 100%. How much do I weigh? How much my bicep... My, if I've got 40-inch biceps by then is relevant to my... 40-inch? Yeah, 40-inch. What? Whose biceps are 40-inch? Um, professional bodybuilders. Oh, okay. Is that what you're going for? No, no, no. See, see what I mean? See, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't matter. Does but it? if you did have a goal, like if your um, doctor says, got to lose 10 kilos or lose like 10 centimeters off your waist or whatever, different scenario. Different scenario. It's also an arbitrary number. It's 10 kilos. Yeah, so true. W- what that, so I am no fucking doctor. So nah, don't get not. it twisted, right? But when, when a doctor's, when someone comes into me and say, I need to lose 10 kilos, and I go, you're probably right. Like there's a probably a good health reason for that. 10 kilos specifically, that number is very arbitrary, but 10 kilos is a lot of weight to lose. Totally. So Especially if you're not going to be putting on any muscle. you need to lose a substantial amount. Yeah, oh they're not yeah. saying you need to lose exactly 10 kilos. Exactly. Yeah. They're like, got, yeah. got so a bit extra valid, weight on you. But it's like the number still is arbitrary, right? Yeah. So we're grinding. Like, it's like, okay, cool. What are some other health factors that we could adjust? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's so twisted. It does. Yeah. And it's so pushed in what we do that it's really hard to escape. Hence why we're talking shit about it on this podcast. Yeah, this is our outlet, so thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this one was going to be a bit of a rant, and I wasn't wrong. Yeah, no, I think it's important to talk about it, and I think a lot of the people who are listening uh, to our podcast already appreciate our methods, so... Um, yeah, yeah. Nah, you guys are solid. You know what we're talking about. Yeah, and it's if not you... their heads, frustratedly. Totally. But if you're listening to this, and you don't... This isn't resonating with you, or you don't understand, or you're, like, curious... Yeah, definitely reach out because we can out. talk about send this for days. Send us an email on the hotline. Oh, hit us on the hotline. Get a <laughs> <laughs> I just pulled up an imaginary phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for people that are just listening. Uh, I think we're going to take a break here. Yeah, no, let's um, let's get our guest in. We've got a special guest today. We've got a mic and Mark getting ready to go. Give him the brief. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you in literally like one second, which is the end of the pause and the time it takes us to get my mic'd up and cut it out in the uh, garage band and send it through. All right. Hang on the line. Hey, welcome to the podcast, Sean. Nice to have you on. Thank you. Nice to be here. Hello. Yes. Hello, Sean. Hello. This is your first guest. <laughs> it is. Yes. As in I you're our first, first guest. guest. Yeah. yeah you're, well, we had you, Sam, with the first one. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is not the first guest. That doesn't count. Yeah, I mean, mean to me. Um, Sean's a, uh, coach here at Valkyrie. How long have you been, uh, doing that for Sean? Coaching here? Um, about just over a year now, I'm pretty sure. So, um, let's see. When did I, when did I start coming here? Like, I don't know. Oh, we should. <laughs> about, um, yeah, you should know. You're an employee. I think end of, end to mid 2019, I started here. Yeah. Well, I think it was just before, um, uh, we went into lockdown. Oh, wasn't yikes. it? Remember that? So Sean, um, one of our coaches, Eileen, and myself, um, and also Alice. Mm. Remember Alice? Alice. I remember Alice because I see her. I remember. I remember. I remember. Okay. Yeah. So they were they were getting ready for their level one strong first certificate, um, and that was in when was that? Probably like end of last year. Yeah. And it already been pushed back two times because of COVID. So these Mm. guys essentially did three different cycles of this very difficult, challenging training program to then be told that it was cancelled because of COVID. Um, That's so rough. So towards the end of last year, Mm. um, we 
were successful with that and we were able to pop them on the coaching staff and get them ready to go and, and start, you know, I guess teaching people what they've learned in the cert and, 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 you know, starting them up and going from there. So that was probably like end of last year. Mm. And when, um, yeah, sorry, Sam. I was going to say, when did you do SFG1? Did SFG1 in March this year. And before that, I did SFB, which is the bodyweight certificate. Oh, that's right. And cool. then I'm going for SFG2, the week before SFG1 this year in October. Yep, cool. So SFG2, next level up. Got some new skills to do. Mm-hmm. How's that all going for you? It's good. Um, it's, it's different from what SFG1 was. Like the way I found SFG1 was a, it was a grind. It was a lot of work to prepare for it. And SFG2 is the same grind, which I'm pretty much over now. Like I can do that back mm. in my hands. Yeah. But the skills are a lot more technical to pass SFG2 um, certification and qualification. So it's that's a fun training process. Cool. As opposed to like me just fucking killing myself for yeah. a year or so. And then finding out I had to do it all again to prepare for it because of COVID oh, and stuff. What it, <laughs> I, um, I remember the day that I found out that it was cancelled. Like a part of me just wanted to like kick the windows in out of my fucking apartment. Oh, I cried. You know. Oh, yeah. No, I was... I was you know, I fucking did too because I was fucking pissed. Aww. It was so much work. You know, you, you put, you know, imagine 100%. that. 100%. I can't. Know. And, and I literally Sam. don't know. If it didn't happen in October this year, I actually don't know how I would feel about that. I wouldn't. No, I would be, I um, I would have to have some serious, serious um, self-talk to get through that. But we basically went through that before. Yikes. Um, so part of me wanted to just be like, oh, fuck everything. Yeah, it's all done. But then I put myself in the guys that have been actually doing the work. And I had to fucking step up and, you know, what we did in the end is we ended up going through the cert um, down here at Valkyrie in like a, 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 I guess, a dumbed down way to give them something. Oh, cool. Yeah, so you kind of just practiced the skills yeah. and uh, went through the snatch test and stuff at home and just imagined that it was happening. Well, we still, yeah, we still had to like, um, I guess validify everything they've been through yeah you know the way so, that hugo kind of put us through it like it solidly prepared us for sfg one was actually in prison oh, by the time we did awesome. it so by the time we actually got to the certificate me and eileen have already done it twice already so as soon as we went in there we we're just like just Amazing. killers you knew the answers to the yeah. test we did it was kind of a, it was a really good feeling that we went in there and we just knew what we knew what everything was going to happen and everyone's like what the hell are they doing we're like we know, that's so cool we know everything we yeah. know it all does your training at the moment have specific goals yes mainly mainly because just maintaining my skills and kind of strength for sfg2 is the at the moment after that um if it comes around to it, SFL, which is a lifters course, a lifters certification. So, so by lifters, he means it's specifically a barbell certification. Mm. So they go through a lot of the power lifts versus the Olympic lifts um, with the barbell. It's very cool. We go through some um, different lifts like the Zercher squat, um, some other auxiliary auxiliary lifts um, that you just wouldn't see. Um, and, and really find purpose for those lifts too. Mm. Um, so it's a great way to get across the barbell in a way that you probably won't, won't be exposed to anywhere else. Mm. Mm. The long-term goal really is strong first elite. 
which is Sick. or certificates, which is which is what Hugo's going for too. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll unify the certs when I finish SFL. I remember is this is a sad conversation because I remember I was going down to Texas to do the SFL. Mm. Oh really? Yeah, I had plans to go down there and I was like looking at flights and then COVID came around and I couldn't do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's so, not well. Yeah, but you know, along the journey though, we've made it work. It's been yeah. a hell of a journey. It's been awesome though. Big time. What's your favorite uh, thing to train at the moment? Train at the moment? Um, surprisingly, bench press. Oh, the, uh, the bench press is the new skill that you're working the on. New skill working on, and I'm really getting into it. Um, there was one that I saw Hugo doing and stuff. And I was like, "What the hell are they doing? What the hell am I supposed to figure that out?" Mm. A few tips and a few just trial and error. I was like, "Okay." Then I got that uh, some reading material that Hugo suggested for me, and then I was like, "I freaking love it." It's, oh. a, it's such a it's such a weird lift, but it's got so many benefits from it. My, mm. my obliques are like fucking good. Lit. So for anyone, for anyone looking to actually, like, if you know what a bent press is and you're curious and you want to learn it, what Sean was talking about, there's a great book by Dave Whitley. It's called uh, Taming the Bent Press. Um, Dave Whitley is like an old-time strongman. He's a performative strongman. He was also in the Strong First community. And um, he has some seriously big bent, bent presses under his belt, but he also writes a great book about how to go about learning how to do that. Um, would recommend any of those level one guys that are actually going to the level two. Yeah. Another question for you, Sean. When did you start training? Training in general. Yeah. Um, Do you remember? What was yeah, that like? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, so my kind of fitness journey started when I was probably six, 17. Mm -hmm. um, sucks. Sucks 17. Yeah. Um, me and my friends just like, we just finished high school, wherever it was, I was still in high school. And I remember that like gym culture in our time wasn't really a big thing. It was more for like an older generation or like, I guess if you played footy or something, we were just all just band dudes. Yeah, just, all, right. just kind of scrawny emo kids. Kind of just like mosh right. kids. Just mosh kids, yeah. Mosh kids want to get more pit lord. And we, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then like we, we just started, we just joined like a, just a anytime kind of gym, like a, just an El Cheapo one or just a, any membership kind of one. Um, I remember like us just like getting on pre-workout and just not making it to the gym because our guts would be ruined. So we just had to... Yeah, that I stuff is yeah, weird. That's a hard lesson, yeah, isn't yeah. it? It was a, it was a tough lesson. But we just go in there and we didn't really know what we were doing. Um, and just kind of kept on doing that for a couple of years. And it wasn't mm. until... And I kind of grew up playing soccer and stuff. And so I was already kind of in a bit of a fitness level, but nothing too serious. And then I think around like my mid... 20s actually no when i was like 19 i had a lung collapse so that kind of pushed me to be a bit more trying to take my health a bit more seriously health sensitive health oh sensitive God. yeah um that was just from my genetics too there's nothing in general it was just yeah just sucked though nothing else nothing else just genetics. <laughs> lungs to be collapsed social behavior a couple of a couple of ciggies here and there you know oh, yeah. a, couple of, uh, yeah. a couple of hot ones yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's a new one. Yeah. Just lungs randomly collapsing. Yeah, you know. Just, I was just so eating, I was eating a sandwich and it happened. That's how it happened. Oh, yeah. I was literally, walking down the stairs. Literally how it happened. I was eating a sandwich and it <laughs> happened. Eating a sandwich, lung collapse. I was in an office job and it happened like that. Anyways. Office jobs are dangerous. People oh, yeah. don't talk about that. Horrible for your lungs. Terrible for your health. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's sitting, you know. And so much sitting is so the, bad for you. All the sandwiches. It's crazy. And, and sandwiches. And the stress. <laughs> the and stress. And the work environment. And the work environment. And the people you have to work with? Well, it sucks because we couldn't actually open the windows. We just had recycled air the whole time. Oh, my God. This is an actual night. My jaw just opened. You can't see this because you're listening to a podcast, but my jaw just opened. Yeah. Bah. 
Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that turned me off office jobs for a long time. Yeah, so your lung collapsed and then you were like, I better get yeah. fit. Then I, <laughs> I dislocated my shoulder skateboarding. That was fun. Yikes. On mic, dude. Yeah, we're covering your mic with your hand. Oh, sorry. That's all right. Shit, that should be fine, right? You'll get better. Cool. Anyways, and then <laughs> after that, I started getting into boxing and stuff and more shoulder strengthening kind of stuff. So pull-ups, push-ups, stuff that kind of strengthens all joints and kind of the small muscle stuff. So you, it sounds like you were really trying to help yourself here. Yeah. It's fine. pretty unusual for an early... Uh, early 20s. Oh, well, I also had the other side of my early 20s, which is okay, fair enough. drinking and partying. Yeah. Like, like anyone does. Everything if you're in like balance. like me, you did the partying, but you trained hard just because to offset yeah. all the Maccas uh, we had. I, I just did the partying and didn't train. <laughs> I had a boxing coach and she was like, you can do whatever you want and drink whatever you want, but this is a, it's a good lesson I learned too from her. She said, you can do whatever you want and drink and eat whatever you want, but... Be willing to put in the work for it because it's going to make it a lot of You're still going to make weight. Yeah. True. So, yeah. But it wasn't until I started seriously getting into training probably like four or five years ago. So, I just started at another kind of calisthenics gym. I was big into calisthenics and still am. Um, yeah. I really like to do body weights, exercises, mobility work. Well, you have a natural sort of uh, your body type specifically and your weight class allows you to kind of navigate the barriers for calisthenics quite well yeah it's convenient that you found calisthenics it seems like it really matches you well i think it would have gravitated to it Uh, yeah 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 you're good at it yeah all that kind of stuff i kind of gravitated towards and the gym i was at it was good and good for that kind of style but i just didn't quite fit in then um too cool or bb's got something about fitting in bb (laughs) Yeah, she do. Brene Brown. Yeah. Brene, Brene Brown. Big, big, uh, I'm going to get you on some Brene Brown, Sean. I, really do, I don't do. know who Brene Brown is, but okay. Oh. You, you will. Oh, Lord. You will our, our, our collective audience is sighing. Uh, They're going, sorry. fucking hell, Sean, mate. You piece of shit. We'll catch you up on... <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> we'll catch you up on BB later. Yeah. But yeah. you didn't feel like you you fit in at the calisthenic gym? Not really. It just, it just wasn't my vibe kind of thing. Were and they then, hot girls? Huh? Were they hot girls? No, no, okay, that's my problem. I wasn't a hot girl. Jim. Oh, you weren't a hot girl. No, I'm definitely a hot girl. Okay, fine. Yeah, Sean does all the hot girl shit. Yeah, he does. He does collectively the all the hot sh- girl shit for all the coaches. There, don't do the hot girl shit. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. But then I stumbled across this little place. Um, How'd you find Valkyrie? Um, via friends. Um, so Fox that used to coach here, he was, he's oh, also in the Fox. hospitality game where was, um, so I'm also a bar owner in Newcastle. What, what bar do you own? I own Colin Cedar. Hell yeah, you which do. Which is a <laughs> cocktail whiskey bar. I've been around for eight years, which is cool. Yeah. But he was right. always saying, Fox is always saying, oh, come give Valkyrie a go. Like I know you're new training and stuff. I was like, yeah, cool. And I just kind of didn't think of it too mm. much. Um, then an old partner had, um, she was like, oh, we should start coming here. Like they can, and she's heaps into dogs. I was like, cool, let's give it a go. Oh, cause you can bring your dog. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, I, yeah. then I met this bloke. Yeah. You and did. that's all it took. <laughs> and pretty much we. Love it first yeah, sight. Yeah, love it first sight. We got on like a house on fire. We got a lot of the same interests. Um, <laughs> love it first Oh, he, yeah. And he's like, he, he lured me in. He's like, oh, do you like, oh, you guys have seen you do some boxing and stuff. I'm like, yeah, man. And like the first we did some spikes and friendly some sparring. I was like, oh, I think I've got this He's guy. like, do you want me to punch I you? Think, and, think... then, and, then, and then week two, I realized, oh my God, he's going to he's gonna kill me one day. <laughs> I hadn't realized until now that you two are in love. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. We gave it on a down low. 
Well, yeah, I didn't work. Trying to keep it professional. I've been working with you guys for a while. I had no idea. But yeah, and then just... Yeah. I think when um I think Sean would know, and so would you, Sam. Mm. But if you're like, I like disgustingly filthy heavy music, mm. and like I also like that, uh-huh. it's like yeah. we are brothers for life. It's like there's not much more <laughs> it was we like, need to get along. It was like yeah, that yeah. step. Yeah. I remember he's like, do you want to do cut karate in the garage? Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, do you yeah. Like heavy metal? Yeah. <laughs> do you like lifting weights? Yeah. All right. Cool. Done. Great. Now Sean and I play in a metal band yeah, together. Band together. Oh, Isn't that great? Yeah. But this yeah. is cute. Vermin Bird, shout out. Vermin Bird. Bird. Dropping some mad releases soon. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I get all of the um, little recordings of yeah. it pre-release. I'll give you a preview of the screens. I don't want to scare anybody. Yeah, no. I'll this... give anyone any like chills, you know. Have just uh, just for context. It's <laughs> brutal with zeros they're it is. Not, they're not bird screams. It's like actual screams. Yeah, no, There's like, no avian uh, themed things in our band. Oh, but I love avian themed. Avian themed. Yeah, this is your alley, mate. <laughs> so you and your my alley. Absolutely. Yeah, a bit of a um, twitch over here. Unrelated. Let's talk about you. Cool. That's all I've got. Talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> So you found Valkyrie mm-hmm. and then you found your feet to get some goals happening and you ended up on the trail to SFG. Yeah, that was, that was like a big thing, a big push because like I've, I've, I've constantly been training for years, but the whole idea of goals was never really a thing. When I was younger, like I've always been like the smaller kind of kid. So my goal was obviously to put on weight, get, huge. get jacked, that kind of thing. Um and now I don't really care about that too much anymore. I just care about being strong. Um, it's more of my goal is to become as strong as I can at my size because you are what you are kind of thing. Like you, can, you can obviously lose weight, you can get muscle and stuff, but the way I look at it is God or science made you the way that you are. So you should be able to use that at your best. I totally agree. I think you it's cool that you're you maximizing got. that. You got what you got. You got what you're given and you need to make the best of it. Yeah. There's, there's also things you can do that I can't do it and I won't be able to touch. Like squeeze into tiny gaps. And there's also... Th- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if there's a video game, we'd send you down like like little holes. Yeah, like, you'd be yeah. the one that crouches in the half size hole. No, but actually there's like a lot of things like no, from the body weight perspective that it's very difficult for me to, to work into. And, yes. And, and, and same with you, Sam. There'll probably be some things that have come... That will you will have an advantage with splits. Yeah, yes. yeah. Like, sorry, Jesus Christ, I saw you Yeah, we, you know, we're just like I mean, that's that's why we're the A team. <laughs> we're just sitting there going, what the hell? What oh. the heck? That's why we're the A team because we have all these different attributes. I think it's um it's really humbling too, like knowing and accepting that you are good at some things and you can sometimes you're not good at other things. And it's just I love that. I've really grown into that kind of feeling. Like I know that. I look up to Hugo's strength and what he can press and lift and stuff. I'm like, I wish I could do that. But I was like, you know what? I'm not the same as Hugo, but I can do other things. That's but right. I've been doing it probably a lot longer. Hmm. So down, like it's, it's, I'm still chasing. Yeah. Always chasing. I'm always chasing people down all the time. There's always a bigger fish. There's hmm. got to be a bigger fish. There's if there's not a bigger fish, it breaks. You have to, you can't be the, if you're, you the big, if you're the big fish, you're like... Mm, Boy. This is coming from the expert Where's, over the, here. where's the other fish? Sand oh, fishes. Me? Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I'm familiar with fish. <laughs> I've been a fisher my whole life. Kind of, this is know. what it is for me. Yeah. Did you actually do fishing? Uh, not really. I'm not very good at fishing. I get... Uh, I would love yeah. to get it. Yeah. I get... Fishing. I've got a pretty good photos of me fishing. We fished in um, New Zealand on our recent holiday That's in cool. a salmon farm. Oh, so they're like, they're like, they're like... They have to stay there. 
Can you do that? Oh. They're the salmon are like in a little pond. Yeah. Reminds me of Zelda. And they live in there. It's basically Zelda. <laughs> but I get <laughs> in and then I get the biggest... And then I get the biggest adrenaline rush of my life when a fish latches on. Pull that baby up and I'm freaking out. And Ollie said once that I was more panicked than the fish that knew it was going to die. <laughs> yeah, you were actually on the line. Yeah, I'm like freaking out. I'm Lopping like down around. on the decks. Yeah, fully flopping. 100%. I'm like, throw me back in the water. Throw me back in the water. Yeah, this is me for fishing. Yeah, cool. Fishing. That's cool. all I got. I mean, so now with, I want to know how your coaching has impacted your training and vice versa. I think that's a fun thing to explore. Mm. Good question, Hugo Currency. Good question. So my coaching uh, has impacted. I would say um, the way it's kind of made me look at training too is a lot more patience. Mm. I respect um, that. Because mm. chasing goals and stuff, um, especially strength goals, it can take a while. Mm. Um, especially if you're trying to like get bigger and stronger and all that stuff. It does take a long time. It takes a lot of patience. Patience, like, patience is the one. Like that key word, it doesn't yeah. doesn't doesn't just come overnight. Um, like you've got like all this Instagram stuff you'll see and social media stuff where just you just see dudes that are jacked or girls that are fit as a fiddle and all this look thing. Um, and they just show you like the end product, not what actually went into the work. So having the diligence and patience to work up to that and becoming just comfortable knowing that it might take a little bit longer than what you thought is the way I look at it now. So even when cl- uh, clients and our students come in and like, I've got these goals and I really want to get them, like, okay, you need to prepare properly for this. So you need to have a realistic mm-hmm. idea of how long it might take. And if you get frustrated, fine, but you need to kind of bring yourself back and go, okay, this is what I'm actually here for. Mm. Do you find that your goals take longer to achieve than what you expect or do you set realistic goals? I set realistic goals. Um, So you hope to achieve them by that time? Yeah, I don't even put a time frame on them. I was like, I'm going to get here at some point and let the process take me where it takes me. Yeah. Mm. Have Um, you ever done competition? Of what? Like strength. Based stuff. Besides, yeah. like TSC and stuff in VSC, no. So that's our like in-house competition. I'm not about competition mm-hmm. with um, with fitness stuff. Um, doesn't doesn't really. I feel the same. Doesn't, doesn't, like, it really doesn't care. really appeal to me it, in that way. It's similar to like in the bar industry. Like I get asked to do cocktail comps all the time. Like I know I'm a real, I'm a, I'm, a good, I'm a good bartender and I've had plenty of knowledge and I've got plenty of skills in my belt. But I don't really care for competition. It's not what I'm there for. I'm just I'm like I'm here for myself and to help other people mostly. Like, no, no, I don't yeah, I feel like the competition side, especially in fitness, it's like um, if I were to compete, I'd have to drop coaching full time. Mm. You know what I mean? So you and there's nothing wrong with that because if you want to take it all and go for gold, but what I want to do is be the best helper yeah. rather than the best personal succeeder yeah that's my that's my own success in itself and that um goal can change like maybe one day you're like i'm gonna be the fittest i can be so i need to drop back on this thing yeah well then then i'll just be training changes changes. and then all of a sudden just taking gold medals left (laughs) center that's the that's the you're too good at it you can't you can't compete you're too good good, mate yeah that's what they always tell me they go can i compete can i compete arm wrestling can i compete you're gonna hunch more than metal you run around your neck can i you know can i get a wwe like nah mate you're just too good yeah you'll just ruin the ruin the whole thing for you what would your wrestling name be my wrestling name yeah 
Oh, it's a bit on the spot. Have you already gone? No, I got no. I've never watched WWE, so I can't really, really? relate. I only know basically of the the like falling up a chair and hitting someone with it. Uh, yeah, that'll be. Is my that go. WWE? I'd be the heel. The heel. Just for a change of pace. Yeah. yeah. It's all right. It's pretty good. You know, King hit someone with a chair. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that'd be me. <laughs> well, you can't. I can never do that in real life. So, like, I would pretend to do it. You Lean could, in. but you'd probably get in a lot of trouble for it. Yeah, you get it. Oh, I get it. Of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's assault. Yeah. And we wouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah of no, course not. No. <laughs> like you just pause like, hmm. Mm, yes, I would do that. No, don't do that. Well, it's been bloody great having you on the show. Thank you. I think um, we'll probably wind up the episode. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> uh, what's the plan now? Pub. Pub. Yeah, I'm getting hungry. Pub lunch. Yeah. I'm all out of beer. Out of beer, that. All out of beer. I'm so going to say, too, you guys are doing a you. great job at doing this podcast, too. I've been listening to every Sean, episode. that's so, so kind. I'm so keen that I'm actually on that's this episode. So, oh, no, now you can listen back to it. Great. Whether I just oh. talk rubbish for half an hour or so, but that's it's good fun. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Sean. Thanks we really appreciate you. No worries. Thank and you, Sam, for oh, being another guest of the show. Okay? <laughs> I only joke. Yeah, you're, a foundation, <laughs> you're a foundational part of this podcast. I will be a host. We couldn't do this without you. I'm very sorry for the jokes. <laughs> okay, I understand. I'm a host, not a guest. I'll just have that <laughs> repeated back. I'll put it on the I'll put it in the episode description if you okay, want. Okay, great. Sam, host slash not a guest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Doing the thing. All right, let's close it out. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you found that Fun. I hope you found that you had a few giggles with all the many jokes we've had. I thought. I ha- hope you found that inspirational. And uh, next week we'll be back with some with Genesis kicking ass. Yes, some, next week. Some, uh, new, new next stuff. week we're doing big gym shit. Pretty excited. <laughs> oh, <God>. Hell yeah! <laughs> all right. right. Thanks again. We'll talk right. to you next week. Bye bye now. Bye.